talking about that we are called all of us. Yes, thank you. So being called let's not allow anything in our life to limit us. It can be your background or your qualification or your name. Don't allow, it to, don't allow it to limit you. And one more thing is that pursue what God has called you for. Don't go for things that are popular. Pursue what God has called you for. And one more thing, I think I said... Wherever you are, you must step out. Jesus won't come and pull you and say, let's go. But he wants you to step out. And he will go with you. So for a step to be taken, it's your Hallelujah. Amen. A lot of things that I've spoken last week. And one thing, as I was watching this video that is going viral, and I remember last week I said the problem of pursuing the wrong the wrong purpose and I remember I gave the example of a teacher if you are not called to be a teacher, you are not a teacher. Yes. So you must pursue what you are called for. It's true that she does not love kids. She pursue what she wants to do. So the problem is she is in the field that she is not supposed to do. Because she pursued the wrong thing. Today I want to talk about something. A little bit similar. Can I see the hand of people that have not received Christ as the This is part of my message. Amen. It means I'm talking to the right people today. Everyone that is in this hall is saved. I right. Amen. Or maybe can I turn the question around? Maybe can I see the people who are saved in this place? Oh. Okay. I'm talking to the right people. I have entitled my message. We are sent. We are sent. Okay, I want us to read. I don't know if at the back they can project our vision. I don't know if they can see it. But if you can see this one, I want us to read us together. Is that good? Let's, let, let us read the vision. Let's one, two. Two. To know Christ. Intimately and to passionately make him known. Can you leave it like that for now? Let's read it again. I will read that one. One, two. Okay, that one starts by to intimately, I guess. That's why I didn't want to oh, read yeah. with you. Okay, so if we, you know Christ, How is Christ, you must make him known. This is an obligation. To every believer. And I believe that everyone that is seated here is a believer. 
And they have to make him known. Are you agreeing with me on that? Okay, I want us to read in the book of Proverbs chapter 11. Verse 8. Verse 30. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 30. No, not yet. Do you have it? Proverbs 11, verse 30. It says, NIV, the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. And he who wins souls is wise. Did you hear that? Amen. I love the last part. It says, he who wins souls is wise. We are all sent. You know, Jesus, when he prays in the book of John chapter 17, John chapter 17, Ari, verse, I think verse 18, he said, as you have sent me to the world, I have sent them. The, there is no waiting on this. There is no waiting list on this. Immediately when you get saved, you must know that you are sent. If you've got 20 years saved, and you haven't gone, know that you are not wise. The Bible says, a wise man knows how to win souls. We will go through some of the people in the Bible. Those who accepted Jesus or those who knew Jesus immediately they went out. And there is something that they put there. They said, and to passionately. Yes. Oh, that's, that's it. Yeah, no, it passionately. Okay. So, you know, when you talk about passionate, it's the, feel, the strong feeling that you have and believe to do something. You know, as I was watching the news, ANC, ANC, Amen. Because they are very passionate to win the vote. Just to win the vote. But Runa, we are sent. But we are sent. Yes, we are sent. Because Jesus said, you have sent me, Lord. And I have done what you have sent me to do. But what is left is for us to go. And proclaim that Jesus died for their sins. And that Jesus loves them. I don't know why you are still sitting. But I think we are comfortable coming to church. And worshiping at home. But if you, can, if you can realize the heartbeat of God. He does not want any soul. To go to hell. And he is relying on you. Because according to the book of Romans. It says how can they hear. Unless someone preach to them. So is it not, 
Don't you feel guilty Someone out there who's waiting for me to preach the word of God. And I think maybe when we say preach, it's too much to It's just to witness. To witness the love of God. That is a wise man. If you are wise, you will make it a priority to reach someone out there. When God laid this message in my heart, I knew that this is not an exciting message. It will conflict with your heart, with your brain, because you don't want to do it. But this is the heartbeat of God. We are sent. Verse 26. Oh, where, where are we? Okay. John 17. Who's saying Jesus? Yes. Yes. Um, oh. yes. <laughs> so Jesus said, I have made you known to them. Again, today you have accepted Jesus. Because Jesus made God known to you. And continue. And will continue to make you known in order that the love you have. Okay, even, there is, even though there is no full stop ne? Yes. I will continue to make you known. This is Jesus. This is the last prayer he made for his disciples. He said, God, I have made you known. But I won't stop to make you known so that they will understand the love that you have for them. That you have loved them also. So if Jesus has fulfilled what God has sent him to, what makes us not to fulfill what Jesus has said. And Rona, it's worse. We've got double sent. Jesus has sent us. And the church is sending you. That vision that is written down. The church is sending you out. But we are sitting. Okay. Do we have parents again? How Roman one or Copa unfed Lassi Ella Argoena, Mama Hallo Dutimola, Copa will let it last. Amen. How would you feel? Again, you, you are asking your child to give you something. Knowing that you, you, you are a mother or you are a father. And one other, no. Hallo Dutimola, Mama, do something also. Even though we are not really replying to God, but if you are sitting, you are saying no. Isn't it? Amen. There is a scripture, it says Jesus was giving an example because he was the man of parables. I have sent this one. And I know. Yes, I will go. 
I have sent this man. And he said, yes, I will go. And I sent this man. I don't know. And this one. And then owner, who said no? He went. But this one who said yes, he didn't go. But who is wicked between the two? The one that said yes. I more you said yes to you. Let your will, Lord. Let your will. But you never step out. The Bible says you are wicked. I'm learning here. But I'm telling you that when God looks at you, I'm not condemning you. But if you are sitting and you are not proclaiming the love, you are wicked. And wicked is similar to a witch. That's what the Bible says. If you are wicked, you are a witch. So, as I said in the beginning, that evangelism is an obligation to every one of us. It involves every believer. According to my belief, church was supposed to be like a maternity ward. Where the children are born in grace. That's when, when we read in the book of Acts. People were coming in numbers The church was growing by people that are getting saved. We should have a problem. Because, like, let's take maybe we are 230 here. And we go out and, 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 and preach the gospel out there. In a month, only a month, how many people will be here? I can tell you that the number of people that are here are not preached by us. They were preached somewhere else and they came. But when there is someone who is waiting for you out there, there is someone who is waiting for me out there. I just want us to go and look at some of the people in the Bible, what they did. Can we, we read John chapter 1? Verse 41. Verse 41 and 42. John chapter 1, verse 41 and 42. Did you get it? The first thing Enro did that is the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. And Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, which means translated as, as Peter. And then 43. 
The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee, finding Philip. He said to him, follow me. Philip, like Andrew, on top there. We read about Andrew. Like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethesda. Philip found Nathaniel, not Jawana. <laughs> Philip found Nathaniel and told him, We found the one Moses wrote about in the law, and about whom the prophets also wrote Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. There is something that I want you to see. I didn't read. I want to explain to you what happened. We had John the Baptist. And then John the Baptist has his own disciples. And then the Bible says he saw Jesus passing. And he said to these disciples, Behold, the Lamb of God. He was pointing them to Jesus. I don't know what we are pointing people to. But I want to advise you if you go out and preach, don't point anyone to a church. Let's point people to Jesus. John said, Behold, the Lamb of God. And the Bible says there were two disciples. They heard him saying the Lamb of God. And they followed Jesus immediately. And one of them, it was Andrew. And the Bible said, where we have read, the first thing he did, he went and looked for his brother. To tell him that I have found the man. So, the moment you receive Christ, one thing you want to do, Siska, use this door. One thing you want to do, is to find your brother. Who is your brother? Are, are, are you satisfied that you are saved and your mother is not saved? Have you shared the word to your family? Remember one thing, we can't save people. But we can tell them about Jesus. And they have to take decision. But if you have never shared and you say, Papaka, why are you saying that? There is one thing that I was warned while I was young. Warned. Like, but even if you are very angry, never say these words. Go to hell. Because hell was not made for men. It was meant for the devil. And God does not want even one soul to go to hell. So when is a Christian, why are you sending people to hell? That's why Jesus, when he was praying, he said, the love that I have, so that we can be the extension of love. When you see a sinner, you must have the compassion in you. Hell is not an option. We have to go to heaven or the 
Hallelujah. Amen. So we look at John. Rilibella John. John after finding Jesus. John has na go bona Jesus. I can't I can I can have this man alone. Let me run and look for my brother Simon. And the Bible says he find him. And he said, let's go and he bring him to Jesus. And then when we read verse 43, the Bible says, like, like Andrew, Jesus find Philip. And then he said to him, follow me. And Nathaniel. Okay, he went to first Nathaniel. Yes. So, if I may ask you, Andrew and Philip, how long to go and fetch their brothers? If you are waiting to know Christ deeper and deeper in the corners, because these people, they just had the message now. And they ran. What are you waiting for? And you, you, you are giving excuses. No, the only thing that you are going to do is to tell them that I was blind, but now I can see. I didn't know Christ, but now I know him. That's what you need to tell them. It's witnessing. I love this woman, John 4.29. The Samaritan woman. You know what she did? And the worst part about this woman, she was a Samaritan. She was not a Jew. The Samaritan, they were away from God. They were outcast. Number two. When Jesus was prophesying about it, the prophet was not nice. Because he said to her, hand hand away your husband. And I don't have. It's true. Because even the one that you have, as you how. Amen. But look at this woman. After she realized that no, this is not just a man. This it can be Christ. The Bible said she left her. She was going to fetch water. She left her jar. Oh, I thought you said camel. She left her jar. And you know what was the reason why she left the jar? Because if you are carrying your jar, you won't go fast. I believe she wanted to run fast because she could not wait to tell about this man. And when she gets there, she finds them, she tells the whole city that come and see the man that tells me everything about my life. And they followed her. She was labeled, this woman. I don't know whether she was killing the husband, were dying, or she was marrying and divorcing. But that never limited her. She went out. Okay, 
I, I want to, to encourage you, Hore. It does not matter how long you have been saved. The fact of the matter is that we are sent. Can I give you another person? John chapter 9, 25. John chapter 9, verse 25. This is one of the men that was born blind. And Jesus prayed for him and it was on a Sabbath. But there is one thing that I like about this. The Pharisees and whoever they wanted to like they wanted to kill Jesus. They are not looking at what he has received this man. Because they were against Jesus. And they are asking this man the Lord of questions. I remember there were there is where he said, I have told you, Mus. I can't repeat myself. Mara Mara, this man is not a sinner. Whether he is a sinner or not, what I know is that I was blind. But now I can see. You know this verse, it tells me that you don't, to preach, you don't need to know Jesus deeply. This man didn't know Jesus. I, I don't know anything about him. But I know what he did to me. You don't know a lot about Jesus. But what you know is that he has saved your life. The foulness has been broken. You have been escaped. Is it difficult now? To go and share the word? To share the love of God? Look at this man. I don't know anything. I don't One thing I know. I was blind. But now I can see. I love this man also. I think this is the last person that I'm going to give it to you. It's Saul. It's Acts chapter 9 verse 20. I think this one we have to read. 9 verse 20. Acts chapter 9 verse 20. We know Saul in the Bible. Yes, you can project it please. The Bible says Saul spent several days with the disciples in Damascus. At once. At once. At once. He began to preach. I wanted that word once. Boom. 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 So we know the story of Saul. Saul. Saul was going to Damascus to persecute the Christians. And while he was on the way, and he had the lightning, he was struck by the lightning. And then he heard the voice coming from Jesus himself. And Jesus said, why are you persecuting me? And immediately he was blind. And they took him to the house 
I, I don't remember is Ananias house or whoever's house. And then they came and, and prayed for him. It was after three days. After they have prayed for him and the scales come out of his eyes and he could see again. That's where the Bible says at once he began to preach. He stays few days with the disciples. You know this man if it was me and you we will say let me clear my name first because I, I, I was the one who was holding clothes when they were killing Stephen so you are known as a murderer like your credit is very bad if you were to borrow money you will not get money you need to, 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 to clear your name first on ITC. But here is the man. At once, he went out and started preaching. And the Bible says, but this one is not that one who did one, two, three. He never stopped. He continued to preach the way. Tell somebody next to you. You are sent. There is no time anymore. We need to hurry. We need to take a step. As I'm closing. There is a joy in winning soul. Um, I think three weeks back. This is Irene. Yes. Uh, she was going out for the first time. Didn't you get joy of doing that? Lamut? Are too much joy. Amen. Let me tell you, the moment you step out, and it's not, it's not easy to think of going out. But the moment you take a step out, going out and tell people about the love of God, it's like you have taken something out of your shoulders. You feel so much joy and peace. I want you to try it. Why? Because you are fulfilling the purpose you are here. When I read in the book of, of, of Luke chapter 10, 17, we find the 72 disciples of Jesus. And Jesus sent them two by two. So they went out and preached. And the Bible says, when they come back, they were praising the Lord. Full of joy. We have done it. So Bona is just they were they were they were so happy that even the demons were listening. To but let me tell you something that when we go out, Jesus is with us. And there is a power and so much authority upon us. When we go out, we're going even to pray for the sick. And they will recover. And they will give testimony. So you are not alone. So how there is grace for this. 
Why am I preaching this message? There is a need. Because someone is crying out there. I remember one of the pastors. I don't know where will I be if I was not saved. I like what? I was an alcoholic. When someone annoys me, the only thing that I wanted to do is to take a knife and stab that person. But someone went out and preached to him. And then he received Christ. And for that person to hear, it's you who have to go out and preach. Can we say yes to God? Can we say yes to God? There's a song that says, I say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your word. I say yes, Lord, yes, I will trust you and obey when your spirit speaks to me with my whole heart I'll obey and my answer will be yes, your yes. I wish each and every one of us can say yes to his will. Hallelujah. Amen.